Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. On today's episode, Tristan conducts a one-on-one interview with Trent's NAET administrator, Megan Brownlee, who has become a family friend over the years. Megan will spend time discussing how she started in NAET and the treatment process she administers, as well as some typical cases she's treated. Here is your host, Tristan Moore. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Used Up Pens podcast. I am your host, Tristan, and we have something a little bit different today. Mom and dad, or Corey and Andrea, are not going to be on this episode, but we do have Megan here, and you may have heard us refer to her endearingly as our witch doctor for Trent. Um, But she is here today and um, you can say hello, Megan. Hello, everyone. (laughs) And okay, Megan, um, if you will just give like a brief explanation about yourself, like a little bio, tell everybody about you. I was born and raised in Kansas City. Um, I got into, the reason I decided to become a nurse was because I had severe asthma as a child. Hmm. So I wanted to help people yeah and so I was raised here but when I was nine eight or nine I went to live at an asthma center in Denver because I had severe asthma wow and that's actually saved my life and it didn't take care of everything I had so mm. in that process of continuing to heal um, I went to nursing school became a mother baby nurse and wow. then I started doing natural healing work as a response to some treatments I had to help my further help my lungs and my sinuses. Yeah. yeah. So I went to nursing school in Fort Worth to I went to TCU Harris College of Nursing is the name of their college. And then I came back here worked in mother baby. Then I did a kind of a unusual thing worked at a law firm reviewing medical records. Um, yeah. There was a nursing shortage about the time I went to do that, and I was pretty stressed, feeling like I couldn't provide the quality of care I wanted, so I went into a totally different realm, mm. all on paper. So, you know, I would summarize records for the lawyers, mm. and it's interesting, but I missed the people. Yeah, so yeah. a friend told me about some treatments she'd done for herself, one of which was NAET, mm. um, which is one of the methods I use in my practice. And so that's how I got into natural healing is through that benefiting me. Yeah. And I've had my practice for, I think, 21 or 22 years. Um, I worked first with a chiropractor, and then I've had my own office for about 20 years. Wow. That's so cool. That's quite the journey. Yes. Um, and that's cool. I never even thought about um, law firms having to handle medical records. That's interesting. Um, a different perspective for sure. Yes. Um, and all the while doing that in building a family, right? You have kids too? I do. I have two children. They're 25 and 27. They mm. live kind of on opposite sides of the country, Portland, Oregon, and, and near Detroit, Michigan. Oh, yeah. And I had them... Um, Becca was born actually when I was at the law firm and mm. then Will was born two years later. I was home reviewing medical records for 
the law firm nice. at that point. Yeah, that's nice. And then I have a husband. I didn't mention him. Right. <laughs> so we've been married 32 years. Wow. Yes. So cool. That's great. Okay. Um, so yeah, you did mention NAET treatment. Um, so how did you get into that? So I had a friend who I think I knew through our children, and she said, well, it sounds like your asthma is better, but it's not great, and you mm. still have sinus infections. Because I was taking um, antibiotics like three weeks out of every month mm. and just was always feeling awful. And she said, there is this really weird thing called NAET, <laughs> and I think you should try it. And I went, I remember I went to a chiropractor who I ended up working for later, mm. and I came home, my husband said, what was it like? I said, it was the weirdest thing. There is no way it's ever going to work. Ever, ever, ever. That's so funny. But a couple of weeks later, the pharmacy called and said, why have you not come to pick up your inhaler? Yeah. And I realized, oh my gosh, something is happening. Yeah. And I think this is working. Wow. So, so you, you didn't even realize that you had forgotten to pick up your inhaler? No, I didn't realize <laughs> it until they called me. That's so cool. So then um, the chiropractor that I was treated by was looking for another nurse to join his practice. And so that's how I got into it. So initially I was trained by him. Mm. And then I really wanted to hear the information from the woman who founded it. And mm. her, her name is Devi, D-E-V-I, like oh. Debbie, but with a V, oh, Nambudrapad. Cool. And she's originally from India. Mm. She and her husband figured out the treatment when they were in acupuncture school. And she's very, they're both very well trained. She's an MD, chiropractor, nurse, I mean, all sorts of credentials. Mm -hmm. And she had such severe allergies. She could only lettuce, white rice, and broccoli. Whoa. And, and slept like 15 hours a day. <laughs> Not very functional. Holy cow, yeah. And... um. When I first studied with her, which maybe was, I don't know, 2002, I think. Mm. She's in uh, a suburb of Los Angeles. Mm. Um, she had healed her body sufficiently enough that she was able to see 100 patients a day in her clinic. Wow. And then taught on the weekends. Wow. And could eat almost anything. So, that is so cool. And she and her husband figured the method out accidentally. So Whoa. Very wow. interesting. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so how does it work? Well, that is, you and I have the same question. <laughs> that's fair. Um, it is, it's all acupressure based as far as mm -hmm. the treatment. And the idea is that everything in the world has an electricity mm -hmm. or a voltage is the other way to look at it. So, um, like the table that everything is on has a voltage. Mm. The three of us have a a certain electrical system. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, to take Dr. Nambudapod's allergies, she was allergic to, to um, let's say, carrots, because that was the one, the item she talked about most frequently. Okay. And what she would do is take the carrots and have her husband do acupressure on her back. Mm. And the idea is it's like rebooting a computer um, to reset the software okay. in the body. So it's telling the body the carrot is not something that's bad for you. It's it's good. Mm. And it's opening up all of the organ points that are on the back. Okay. So in Chinese medicine, 
there are what are called meridians or pathways to the organs and glands, and mm-hmm. that's how the allergen or sensitivity is reset, is through acupressure. Yeah. And then the testing of the um, different items is done with um, vials. Mm-hmm. Um, so what happened initially was Dr. Nambudapod used food to treat people, so mm-hmm. the carrots. And I think it got to be too, too messy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's spoiling and all that. Right. So back to that idea of we all carry an electrical or voltage charge, she started making vials of each item. So like Mm. a carrot would have a voltage. And so everything is in little vials, kind of like, um, I mean, they're not as big as the size of our pinky finger, but Mm -hmm. kind of comparable. Mm -hmm. And that is what I use to test. And the testing is done through um, kinesiology, which is using the muscle as a feedback system. So um, people can be tested themselves if they're old enough, or if they're not, or have some other reason they can't be tested, Mm -hmm. it can be done through a surrogate. Yeah, yeah, which is super cool. Yes, I remember feeling so cool when you had we when you would use me yes for trent um yeah that's so cool and now a word from our sponsor so if a patient walks into your office what how do you start the process um usually i've spoken with them by phone and and with covid of course they usually have filled out their form ahead and mm-hmm. and we've sometimes talked about it. Sometimes we talk at the time. Yeah. If they're here for NAET, then that is when I would do the testing, either on their own muscle or if they bring like an infant, the mm-hmm. mother or the father would be the surrogate or yeah. somebody else or the sibling. As hey. in your case. <laughs> and um, what Dr. Nambudapod figured out was initially, if somebody came in and said, I'm highly allergic to my new kitten. Mm-hmm. she would immediately treat them for the kitten. And she found within about six months mm-hmm. um, that the treatment wasn't holding and she realized it was an immune system issue mm. and she needed to build the immune system first. Okay. So there's something called the basics, which are the bi- building blocks of the body. Okay. Um, starting with protein, calcium, there's, I think, 18 of them now. So usually I start with those. Okay. There is afterwards a, a period where usually the person, whatever they're treated for, so let's go back to the carrot example, mm-hmm. they can't eat carrots for a certain amount of time. Oh, yeah. Okay. To allow the body to fully process mm-hmm. the acupressure that's resetting yeah. the issue. Um. I think that was all yeah. I was going to say about that. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so we mentioned surrogate, and I just jumped right in because I knew what you were talking about. But other people might not know. So how do you go about having someone be a surrogate for someone when they're treated? So for a surrogate, like with a an infant, mm-hmm. often the infant will sit on the parent's lap. And then I use um, the deltoid, which is the upper arm muscle, which okay. where we often get immunized if Mm, uh, an injection is given in the arm and I use um, the person puts their arm just straight out and I gently press and they resist okay and that that the idea of that is to feel what a strong muscle feels like where Mm. the electrical system is flowing 
freely. Mm-hmm. And at this point, they're they're just holding the child. Okay. Or if they're themselves, they're just they're not holding anything in their hands. Okay. And then I would give them, for example, a carrot vial. Mm-hmm. And if they're allergic to the carrot, then that electrical loop of, yeah. of electricity will short circuit. Okay. It's sort of like in your house if the kitchen lights go out and you have to go to the breaker box and flip. Yeah. Yeah. The fuse back on. Uh-huh. So that's the idea is the muscles of feedback for mm-hmm. whether the electricity is on in the presence of the vial or mm-hmm. people bring things in all the time. Like I alluded huh. to the cat, they can bring their cat fur and okay. saliva and we can test that. Interesting. And so the, the electrical circuit will be off. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Whoa. That's cool. Okay. So what, um, like, what type of people typically come in for NAET treatment? I've had, I do see babies. I don't know. Probably the youngest was maybe a month old. Mm-hmm. And the first item I usually check with a breastfeeding infant is the mother's milk. Oh, that's, that's, I didn't even think about that. Wow, Which, that's smart. Um, if they react, it's kind of a, that's the first thing I do because that is their staple diet. Right. Of course, with a nursing mom, they eat a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. it's not consistently the same. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Um, So that can take some time, but I would in that case check um, mm-hmm. the mother's milk Yeah. and then go through the basics. Yeah, wow, interesting. So, um so it's typically people who have allergies and that's often allergies or um, sensitivities. Okay. Sometimes if somebody has symptoms that we haven't been able to figure out because I do other things besides Nate, I will just see if any of the vials are applicable. So sometimes if somebody has a headache Mm -hmm. and let's say they have a, um, a job in a factory, Mm -hmm. maybe there's something chemically they've been, Mm. in contact with yeah. and that might be part of the con the yeah the headache yeah that makes sense something they may not know maybe something was just painted and there's no smell or there's some new chemical yeah. that is odorless yeah and often so I use the vials in that way that would mm-hmm. probably not be applicable for an infant um and I you asked how what ages I see and I sidetracked okay. that <laughs> um so Infants up to, I think the oldest I've had for NAAT is a couple, a woman that I saw that was 83 or 84. Wow. And it's an easy treatment, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-invasive. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's nice. Um, so you can treat for things other than food, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, I'm just like thinking off the top of my head, like metals. Uh-huh. And um, I'm trying to think of things that... Well, and and some people, like if they have a, I I don't diagnose and I don't um, Mm. cure anything. I mean, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to go a a little bit on a little side note Go for it. Um, So my practice is based on meeting the person where they are. Mm -hmm. And they don't always need Nate. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe they've come in because they've had a stroke and they need some body work. Mm -hmm. And in that process... Perhaps certain parts of the brain will show up, and I have vials for those. So oh. I can treat 
but you know we can use body parts for yeah. I mean, that kind of sounds strange <laughs> what doesn't sound strange what though? doesn't sound strange about <laughs> this exactly and uh so yes, I treat, it's not just foods, you mm-hmm. know, the cat example. Right. I have treated, this will sound strange, people for each other, like where people oh. are sort of repelled. The biggest, the most memorable one was, a. I think he was a fifth or sixth grader. Whatever age they are when they start having teachers come into their room or and they start rotating oh, a little yeah, bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this little boy had a math teacher that would come into his room mm-hmm. and maybe she was the homeroom teacher two doors down. And he had such a problem with math and she was the math teacher. And what was coming up was he knew she was a problem, mm-hmm. but it was the sound of her heels. And oh. so we looked at emotions with regard to that. And it was anxiety and frustration because mm-hmm. his little brain would turn off when he heard the heels and he could not hear any more. He couldn't yeah. hear any of the math instruction. Oh, poor kid. So there's a lot of different yeah. avenues. I'm actually continually shocked by what comes up. Yeah. And I, the other thing is I don't get in my head about what I expect. Mm. I follow that person's body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I think everybody needs to not get in their head about what to expect. <laughs> That's great advice. Um, okay, so in conclusion, how can people get in touch with you? They may contact me through my website. My It's www.villagehealing.com, okay. and my phone number and email is there. Perfect. Yeah, great. And is there any way, if they were curious about NAET where they could learn more about that? Yes, there's a website and it is www.naet.com. Easy peasy. Okay, great. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. It was super fun. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Used Up Pins podcast. Uh, We have a new review this week on Apple Podcast. Uh, I'm going to read to you, Tristan. Okay. This one is from Jam13, and I said it that way because there's an exclamation point at the end of that username. This says, thanks from a therapist. I often am the first contact for families with a child not talking. I am a pediatric speech-language pathologist of 27 years. I am now completing a master's in psychology so I can diagnose ASD. As you know, the wait list is far too long for an evaluation. I like to listen and hear from you guys what not to do. (laughs) I never want to say the wrong thing and upset parents, but it is my duty to let them know when I see something. I am open to any advice. Wow. So, uh, Jam13, you would be happy to know we actually do have an email. Don't you mean Jam13? Sorry, Jam13. You'd be happy to know (laughs) we have an email. I think it's used.pens at gmail.com. I think that's what it is, too. I'm trying to... Yes, you can find uh, our... You can... Yes, you can email us questions or anything like that at useduppens at gmail.com. So feel free. uh, Leave a review. And if you do have questions and would like advice and things like that, you are welcome to email us. I think we all will have access to that email. Uh, Yeah. So, Tristan, if people wanted to... uh, find any of Trent's artwork uh, pictures or drawings or apparel where can they find that all the goods can be found at drawingsbytrent.com that's right you say that so clearly and enunciated it so perfectly <laughs> 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 <laughs>
listening. Okay. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. Anyway, thanks again for uh, uh, tuning in to Used Up Pins podcast. And as always, thanks for listening.